0: Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Thursday the 17th of September. I hope you're having a wonderful week this week folks and yeah the weekend is arriving soon. In the news this morning is England on the way to another series victory. Professional squash is back uh, with Kiwi wins. Phil Gould considering overhaul of New Zealand Warriors travel schedule. Um, The Uh, Former IAAF, or the Athletics Head, um, has been found guilty of corruption and jailed. The Nuggets go through and the Heat win uh, their uh, opening game in their Championships series. Um, In the Tour de France, we have Lopez winning in the Giro Rosa. We have uh, another stage win um, for uh, Mariana Voss. Um, and uh, Scott McLaughlin is hoping to uh, make his IndyCar um, debut um, as well. Uh, Hi I'm Paul and I'll be your host this morning. This is your best way to start the day up to speed with all of the important sports news Um, and let's uh, kick off with that um, squash uh, news. Yes professional squash is back with the Manchester Open and uh, two Kiwi players um, have uh, uh, one on their first one, Joel King um, defeated Latvia's Ineta MacVentia, um, 11-6, 11-6, 11-5 um, for a, a comfortable, comfortable um, wing win there. Paul Cole um, had it uh, a bit harder. He is number f- uh, world number five. He won uh, 11-9, 9-11, 11-5, 11-6 um, over the uh, Frenchman Baptiste Massotti. Um, so, uh, congratulations to both of them on their returns, uh, and good luck in the rest of the uh, Manchester Open. Um, this is the first uh, um, professional squash tournament uh, in uh, after s- in six months, obviously due to COVID nineteen. Um, moving on then to the um, cricket, and I'll hand you over to Ashwin for our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and
1: good morning to all our interweb listeners and viewers. And yes, as Paul says, is England on the way to another series victory? uh England can 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 England get there to that series victory, or can Australia pull this game out of the fire? England batted first, and off the back of a Jenny, Johnny Besto century, made their way to 302 for seven off their 50 overs. But as has been the series, England made a terrible start, and we're actually two down after two balls with both, both Jason Roy and joe root back in the hut without troubling the scorers a rare failure from aaron french today as australia got into trouble themselves when they were 73 for five but as we go to air we've got glenn maxwell and alex kerry that are leading the recovery for australia and at the moment score update australia on 199 for five that's after 36.3 overs they need a further 104 runs, or 103 runs, It's just clicked over, They're off 80 balls. So Australia have now brought up their 200. Glenn Maxwell's on 65, and Alex Carey on 66. I think key to this game is going to be Glenn Maxwell. If he's there at the end, Australia wins. Uh, if, he's, if, if he's not, then I don't know if the strength is there in the remaining batting order from what they've shown so far in the series. So, moving right along, and the crowds will return to Australian cricket. For the first time since March, there will be limited number of spectators allowed to watch the Australia New Zealand women's matches. Excuse me. Women's matches being played at Allen Border Field in Brisbane. All spectators will be asked not to cheer and shout too loudly to avoid transmission of the COVID. So basically, we won't don't want those molecules flying around when you shout, because they all spray everywhere when you you know, especially after you've had a few drinks so (laughs) now in bcb is saying no to the slc so that's the bangladesh cricket board is saying no to the sri lankan cricket on quarantine measures initially bangladesh players were going to be quarantined for a week before they could take to the field to train now the sri lanka cricket have said the quarantine period will be 14 days BCB have responded saying it's not possible for their players to be confined to their hotel rooms for that long, which will also mean that they'll only have a week's preparation until the first test. And that's after not playing cricket for six months. Mm, Yeah, that doesn't work really, does it? They're going to need a bit more than a week's preparation. And it's Thursday, so it's time for your cricketing fix for the week. Tonight on the show, we'll go over the ODI series between England and Australia. We'll know who had won, when wins today's game. We'll look forward to their T20 series. And we'll also look through the IPL teams. Yes, the IPL starts this week. All that and your regular features right here at 8pm New Zealand time on New Zealand Sport Radio. with swinging from the hip. And that, Paul, is our cricket news for today.
0: Thank you uh, very much, Aswin, for our crickets and the uh, updates. I'll hand you over now to Stephen <coughs> for our birthdays. Uh, kia ora, Paul. Um, <clears throat> in
2: birthdays uh, this morning, we uh, find a uh, a former Hawke's Bay, frankly, now involved with uh, Hawke's Bay uh, rugby. We also have a, a footballer that was born in Tokoroa who now has Japanese uh, citizenship. And uh, finally, a man who, entrenched in Waikato, went to Wales and now is back at the Chiefs as the head coach. And that's where we start this morning. Warren Gatlin, born this day, the 17th of September 1963, is a former rugby player and currently head coach of the Waikato Chiefs. Um, Since he became the coach in 2007, Wales won six titles under Gatlin's uh, leadership taking out Grand Slam and he reached the semi-final of the 2019 and uh, 2011 uh, Rugby World Cups. Gatlin was also the head coach of the British and Irish Lions on their 2013 tour of Australia where they won the Test Series uh, 2-1 and in 2017 tour of New Zealand when the series was drawn. So that's uh, Warren Gatland with a birthday today. Moving right along, Michael Fitzgerald, born this day, the 17th of September 1988, in tokoroa here in New Zealand is an association football player. Now, <clears throat> he uh, he uh, represent New Zealand at international level, level before gaining Japanese uh, citizenship in two thousand. Thirteen, and he plays football for Albrecht's uh, Nagata. Uh, Fitzgerald's application for j- Japanese uh, uh, citizenship means that, that he cannot ever play for the uh, all-whites ever again, but I suppose it's his birthday today, so he won't, it won't matter uh, too much. And finally, Carl Lowe, born this day, the 17th of September, 1984, in uh, Hastings, is a, a former rugby union player. Now, he attended St. John's College and Hastings Boys High in 2004. He debuted for Hawke's Bay against the Bay of Plenty Steamers. He went on to play 100 first-class games between 2014 and 2013, and in 2009 he was selected for the Hurricanes. He left the franchise and he spent uh, five years. He went off sh- away from Hawke's Bay, but he signed a two-year contract for the Japanese club at Cannon Eagles um, that particularly, that was 2014. And he's also played a little bit in France as well. For uh, That's in the second tier of French rugby for province uh, rugby in the 2000-2017 season. Also, all, all, also a New Zealand Māori All Black in 2010-2012. He's also the brother of a current Hawks Bay player, Jonah Lowe. So just to those players out there, happy birthday to you. All Ngamihi. Back to you, Paul.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Stephen, for that. Over in gymnastics, um, and um, the uh, Human Rights Commission um, has uh, now become involved in the review um, of, or when you're into the allegations of abuse that's been happening in uh, gymnastics. The, um, uh, the Athletics uh, Commission, um, which has been involved with um, uh, various, uh, with, with, with some of the athletes. Um, has said that has um, has called them in, um, and they've had uh, uh, talks with gymnastics um, New Zealand. This follows a similar move in Australia, where Gymnastics Australia is working with the Australian Human Rights um, Commission. Um, the uh, um, uh, the head of the um, Athletics Federation, well, sorry, um, or sorry, or sorry, Roger Water from the Athletics Federation, um, said that uh, uh, it became when they started looking into this it became. Apparently, this is a human rights and child protection issue. Um, So, uh, well, let's hope um, that um, this review uh, does take all of the um, right steps and involve all the um, parties uh, that uh, need to be involved in this. Uh, Obviously, it's been led by ex-WADA person. So, he expects the the review and does have um, independent people and an independent way for athletes to reach out to it. Uh, moving over to, into canoe racing, <clears throat> where they're trying to put together a similar, uh, or, or or have had, um, uh, um, uh, had also had um, alleged abuse uh, in there, uh, and uh, the canoe racing has appointed two independent people to facilitate what's been called a restorative process. However, um, for athletes to reach out to that, they have to go via um, canoe racing, um, which. Um, Uh, It doesn't sound, uh, well, it doesn't sound that uh, independent. You'd expect it to go straight to um, the um, independent review uh, if it was fully independent. So, um, yeah, some some question marks are being raised about the process there um, by uh, some of the um, athletes in that one. Um, I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen for the sport that just keeps on giving. Uh, It's our NRL update.
2: Yeah, it's giving us uh, a lot to talk about uh, these days, uh, Paul. And uh, league news this morning: Warriors consider considering signing uh, Funua Blake. Also, we look at uh, the uh, penultimate round or opening game of uh, round 18 this evening, and uh, finally, we have got uh, Phil Gould, who's uh, considering a overhaul of the Warriors' tra- travel schedule. I'll we'll get that out. COVID-19 has hit the Warriors with a haymaker, but it's also given the NRL a chance to reassess how the club operates and could have inadvertently provided a silver lining. That's the opinion of veteran coach commentator and now New Zealand Warriors consultant, Phil Gould. It's opened up some options and they're thinking about the amount of travel they do in a normal season. And that's to and from New Zealand Gould told News Hub that includes a possible move away from alternata- alternating home and away fixtures, Gold said. Spend a month here in Australia and play four games and then a month in New Zealand and play four games in a row, he suggested. Longer blocks away would reduce travel and could be a win for the players, adds interim coach Todd Payton. There are times when I think the lack of travel has helped us, Payton said, but there are other times when I believe the lack of Other home ground advantage has also hurt us. As for 2021, planning has been underway for some time and all options are being explored. These include being based in Australia for whole season, part of the season, or even a return to normality. Warriors management have been left at looking at all these contingents, Gould says. If they had to stay in Australia, where would they stay? It's half and half. What does that look like? At this stage, Gould expects pre-season training in bubbles in January, January and a competition to start mid-March. Staying with the Warriors, prop Aiden Fornua Blake's imminent departure from the Manly Sea Eagles has made him a prime target for the New Zealand Warriors. Manly has granted Fornua Blake's request for an early release from the last two years of his contract and the Tongan and former Kiwis international wants to relocate out of Sydney with his young family. Newshub understands the Warriors are interested in signing for Noah Blake and are setting up a meeting with the Tongan International and his manager in the next 24 to 48 hours to discuss a potential deal. The Warriors have actively pursued another front row and missed out on the likes of Jack DeBellin, Dave Fafita, and Toby Rudolph in recent months. The Auckland-based club is one of a few alongside Brisbane Broncos, Gold Coast Titans, who have cap room. To sign the 24 year old in uh, 2021. Fonua Black played one test for the Kiwis before switching his allegiance to Tonga. He since earned caps for Mate. But for Matema, Ma, which is the uh, Tongan International Rugby League team. Manly want compensation for Whonua Blake's early release and have urged his management to move quickly to find another club. Whilst Aiden is a senior and highly valued member of the Sea Eagles squad and would be a huge loss out of respect to him and his circumstances, the club has given his permission for the exploratory conversations to be conducted immediately, says the Sea Eagles. The club will look favourably upon a request to release Aiden from the final two years of his contract to compensate grounds. Compensate grounds as long as the Sea Eagles receive fair and reasonable compensation. So there you have it. And in final league news tonight, of course, it's penultimate round starts at ANZ Stadium, and it sees the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Canterbury. Uh, Bulldogs, and uh, if you've got enough energy to see out the day, that starts at 10 to 10. Thank you very much, everybody. I'll be back tomorrow morning. Kia pai tōra, which means have a good day.
0: Thank you very much, Stephen. And on the standoff last night, we talked about um, the recruitment for um, the um, Warriors, and also um, potentially about the um, uh, about, about uh, whether the fact they might be playing in Australia next year would help with that. Um, obviously, with people wanting to move over here to New Zealand. So do check out the standoff show available on our Facebook page, uh, New Zealand Sports Radio. Or if you want to listen to it on the go, you can download um, it on our podcast on all your favourite podcatchers via iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Just search for New Zealand Sports Radio um, on there. Moving on then um, into the, um, uh, athletics where um a uh, former uh, athletics head uh, lamani Dayak, um, has been found guilty of um, corruption um, and uh, has been jailed for um for four years um, and uh, with the two of them suspended uh, and uh, also given a maximum fine of 500,000 euros um in uh, over in, uh, looks like it's over in um, france um the, and this is uh, due to um, him taking uh, um, bribes from athletes suspected of doping uh, to cover up test results uh, and letting them continue competing, including for the 2012 um, London Olympics. And this is all linked to the Russian uh, doping scandal. Uh, his lawyers said that uh, they would be appealing um, against the uh, judgment. Uh, over in um basketball uh, and uh, the nuggets um won uh, an exciting uh f- um, seventh game um, against the clippers the clippers took uh, had a a 10 a 12 point lead sorry, in the uh, second quarter the nuggets managed to peg that back to uh, just a two just to 12 by 2 at half time, though uh, but in the partic- in, in the the second half of that game they won the third quarter 28-18 and 22 15 in the fourth quarter to pull away um and win that uh, game 104 to 89 um and to go through to the conference finals um against the LA Lakers um in that one uh the uh, that's in the uh, western conference finals over in the eastern conference finals they um, they kicked off um yesterday with the uh, Miami Miami Heat Beating the Boston Celtics 117 to 114 in overtime. Um, So, uh, yes, clearly a real close game there. uh, And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that series develops over the uh, next few games. Moving on to cycling. um, And in the uh, Tour de France, Miguel Angel Lopez um, raced away uh, to uh, win the uh, win stage 17 in what's been called the queen stage, uh, basically the toughest stage of the tour. Um and uh, he I uh, uh, said pulled pull um uh, pulled away to win the uh, win the stage. Um Rigol, uh, Primoz Roglic finished second slightly ahead of um Tajay to extend his lead overall um and that now means in the overall standings Roglic is um uh, top uh, ahead of um um, Tate Pogachar by right, 57 seconds now. It was 40 seconds yesterday. Miguel Angelo Lopez has climbed up to third overall um, with Richard Port, oh, sorry, Richie Port, the Australian, um, in fourth, having uh, one of his best tours of, in, in many uh, many years, uh, the veteran um, there. Over in the Jira uh, Rosa, um, due to a collapsed bridge, um, they uh, had to change the uh, course. Uh, which meant that it was uh, longer and had more climbing, um, which made it harder for the sprinters. Still, Mariana Vos um, won the uh, sprint to take her third um, stage of uh, this year. Um, and uh, But ov- the overall, enemy and Vluton still is uh, leading the race by a minute uh, 52. Uh, and Michaela Harvey, uh, the New Zealand keep. Equ- Holly car rider um, is currently is, is still sat in fifth, four minutes and 21 seconds behind the leader. And we're having a fantastic race over there in the Giro Rosa, which would remind you is the biggest stage race uh, on the women's calendar. Over in Supercars and Scott McLaughlin is hoping to make his IndyCar debut less than a week after Bathurst. Um, the uh, um he has applied for exemptions from um uh to, to be allowed to uh, to do this uh with an application to, for the um Australian government to be allowed to leave um the uh, country. Um so yes, yeah, so he's hoping to make say, like his IndyCar racing. That'll be interesting as as he moves from what is a uh, what, what saloon car racing to um open wheel racing, uh so and obviously on to the um Probably onto an oval um, as well. So, uh, yeah, big change there. But um, good luck. Good luck to uh, Scott McLaughlin um, to be able uh, to um, to do that. You have now started the day the best way, up to speed with all of the important sports news. Have a fantastic day, everybody! Um, and we'll be back here tomorrow at seven a.m. with the morning sports briefing. Don't forget that there is swinging from the hip at eight p.m. today.